Welcome to the Farrell's Fit Podcast, where we help you to explore your capacity to move better, push further, and achieve your limitless potential through fitness, nutrition, recovery, and lifestyle. Hey guys, welcome back to the Farrell's Fit Podcast. Good to be back with you guys again. I am here today with, well, Emily Cabell, my beloved wife. Hello. Who's almost 30. Almost 30. Yeah. I mean, by the time this hits, oh no, by the time this hits, I'll still almost be 30. But by the time you're listening to this, I'm probably You will be with it, yeah. yeah. Uh, and we're here with, our, we're here with Coach, Coach Lindsay today. Hello. Hey, Lindsay. <laughs> Lindsay, how do you pronounce your last name? Wagesback. Wagesback. Yes. And where is that from? It is German, but some like French interpretation of the name. I'm from Louisiana, so we got real Cajun-ified. <laughs> <laughs> nicknames as a kid in, in in relation to your last name everyone just was obsessed with it like they thought it was so random and so odd exotic so they called me by my last name Wagisback. yeah hey, especially Wagisback. like coaches and teachers mm. yeah very like you know they always yeah, go by strong last, last names, name. but Absolutely. yeah yeah well for, for, for those of you who don't know uh lindsay is our flow specialist she, she is uh, our yoga specialist she does uh, all of our flow classes here she kind of manages that that side of things so we're going to be delving deep down the kind of yoga uh rabbit hole today and repair she also teaches and repair and yeah just as many repair classes yeah that's true yoga. that's true um but i want to start with just kind of like introducing you lindsay like you said you're from louisiana so we want to know mm-hmm. more about that where you're from how you started this journey, how you got into fitness, why yoga became your kind of thing to begin with and, and where that's gone from, from that point. So who are you and where do you tell come us from? About tell us life. about yourself. All right. How much time do we have? <laughs> All the much time, time as you, want. you need. Yeah. So I'm from Louisiana. I um, pretty much grew up just like loving movement. I was a dancer from the age of four Mm. all until um, end of high school and then did some more dancing in a musical theater setting later on in college. And I also did cheerleading in high school, more gymnastics style. So rhythm. Mm -hmm. So your whole life has been rhythm. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah, and then I wanted to like mix it up one year, so I did track and field. <laughs> and how'd you find that? It was really fun. I think I, if had I done it earlier, I would have stayed with it longer. Mm. Um, I did triple jump, but they only put me on that I think because like long legs, and they just never had anyone. Right. On the team to ever right. do triple jump. So they're like, we'll put you there. Right. You're a dancer. Yeah. You can was, leap. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, sure. It was really challenging and really fun. And I only placed in one race because <laughs> there were only actually three people that showed up. So I got third place. Great. Just Bronze. my right <laughs> Amazing. But it was cool. I was like in the newspaper. <laughs> I think about That's I think so about good. I think about that with Wyatt though. Like just pick the most random fucking sport <laughs> yeah. you can find. <laughs> so he that can nobody accept. does. And then you can easily be like among the best in the world. Exactly. But what a last half full mentality too, because all this great stuff happened, like you were in the newspaper and all that. So it literally yeah. turned last place into <laughs> into a trophy yeah Yeah. it turned into into a trophy (laughs) so yeah it was just a fun experience and i was happy to do something that was just unique into what i had been doing um and then kind of so like for this is 
first round of college, I was studying interior design and kind of fell off of fitness apart from um, some like long-ish distance running. Then got back into it whenever I moved to Los Angeles to study acting. Mm. So I was doing musical theater, dancing. Um, and then whenever acting became just too stressful, <laughs> I found yoga. Um, Did you find yoga as a means to deal with the career of acting? And then you're like, wait a second. Kind of. It was, it was a thing where me and my roommate hot yoga was all the rage at the time it really was so i can imagine this too because i got in the rabbit hole of hot yoga as well yeah and i had never the only <laughs> the only yoga i had done prior was um on p90x <laughs> right yes. that is yoga P90X? So yes of course there's it is. one yeah one yeah. yoga learned how to do crow pose like all of, felt good about myself and whatnot yes um and then me and my roommate at the time were just wanting to try hot yoga. And so I yelped it. And there was a place that just opened about a five-minute walk from our apartment. So we went, fell in love with it. I was doing that consistently at first, like seven days a week. Oh, wow. And... Um, I do not recommend anymore. Mm. <laughs> I have I now honor my limits. Yes. <laughs> what um, was it about? Um, like, why did it immediately ignite this fire that was like seven days a week, all in, let's go? How did? Where did that come from? Yeah. So I think the kind of gap between high school and that time, where I was really craving more of that dance-like movement. There was a gym in my apartment building and I had tried going there, just like doing random stuff and I just wasn't feel feeling fulfilled by that. Mm. And so whenever I had my first yoga class, I was like, wow, this feels so good to just move and very similar um, positions to some of the dancing positions. And how much of that was like what you were doing and how much of it was that you were in a group environment again and it was fun to do it with other people exactly yes and that's like the other big thing that i don't think i realized until later on in life um how key group exercise is yeah. or just group, group in general yeah community like Musical i theater was, have to do it in a crew i was yeah. severely craving family yeah. yeah i had been out here a year and um I don't think I realized how much I was missing that connection to just other yeah. people. Yeah, and I know? think that's the word. I think the connection mm -hmm. is the word, right? Because you're connecting not only to your body through through the through the, the yoga, but you're also connecting to all the people that are there and the space and all that kind of stuff. Exactly. Yeah, and then I mean, just learning so much about about that, about connection, about how to connect to myself, how to cancel everything else mm. out be okay with stillness and quiet and how to translate that into connecting with other people. And why, um, just for the, the, the kind of ignorant yoga people like me, why, why hot yoga over regular yoga? What? I mean, at the time, just because it was popular. Right. And to be honest, as I started practicing and even after I started teaching, I had other instructors that taught not in the heat, who I just learned a lot from and I loved 
um, taking their classes. And after I started practicing not in the hot room, I personally felt more um, more benefit to that mm. from myself. And I think that has to do with the fact that I'm already so flexible, right. so mo- mobile, that the heat is just a little too much for me. Right? But do you think, but, but for someone like me or for people who are less mobile than you, do you think the heat actually helps us get into position? Yeah, yes. it's just two it very specific things mm-hmm. where it makes you more uh, like mobile and you like like warm up more quickly so you can get into the positions. But I think what you have alluded to was like the hype or like the performance aspect of it. It makes people feel like it's a workout as opposed to like oh I'm gonna like am I even gonna sweat I remember like thinking that uh, like when I went to a regular yoga class because I too started in hot yoga and yeah yeah, you kind of have to break away from Uh that idea of like more sweat is better exactly (laughs) (laughs) yeah so exactly what Emily said the heat especially the heat that um we used at the studio I was teaching at it warms your body up from the inside, mm-hmm. very similar to how a sauna would do. So you're getting that blood flow sent to the muscle tissue, which is exactly what you want to feel warm whenever you're starting to exercise. So your body heats up way faster. That's going to allow the tissue to stretch more easily. And then the heat is going to increase your heart rate real fast. Real so fast. You're, getting, you're getting a workout. I feel Mm. like the first 15 minutes, you're like, this is fine. This is fine. This Mm -hmm. is fine. And then something happens and you're like, (gasps) yeah, you're sweating from every pore in your body. Yeah. I mean, I, I, cause I obviously I went to a few of Lindsay's classes in in the hot yoga thing. And I, I thought I was, I was kind of like, I went into it thinking, oh my God, I'm going to seriously struggle here. But because I think I went in with that attitude, I was, I was okay. I got through it, but it was, Mm. it was, it was very challenging for me. Obviously, I'm terrible at that stuff. But, um, I think if you go into it thinking, oh, this is going to be easy you're in trouble but if you go into it thinking this is going to be hard you're prepared then you're, you're kind of <laughs> mentally prepared yeah but i yeah. think even without the heat i think there's that idea of like the like yoga's hard mm-hmm. you know as a and especially since people don't necessarily give themselves the freedom to like well lie down in shavasana the whole time or do child yeah. like do your own thing let this be the like permission you know they feel like they can't take that permission so then they're like oh it's just too hard i can't i can't do that stuff i can't get into those positions yeah well, it's, it's one it's- or the other it's where you have these you have people who think that, oh, that's so easy. Like, it's not going to be a workout. It's not going to be challenging. I won't get anything out of it. And then you have the people who assume it's going to be difficult or say it's going to be difficult only because they have not been introduced to, um, like, learning how to be still and be mm. uncomfortable. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, we'll go more into this in a bit, but it is very, very much like, a lot of us, I think, that are like, go, 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 go. Like, I want to do action, action, action. And then when someone says, no, I need you to be still, like, we, we feel like almost uncomfortable in that situation because we don't know how to just, like, accept our bodies to be still. Right. It's like um, paranoia. Pan- I've seen people yeah. have panic attacks yeah. and just, like, run out of class. Yeah. And it is crazy because that same person, you tell them to, you know, put their head down and do the work and suffer mm-hmm. in this thing. Like, you you mentioned, like, being uncomfortable. We have no problem leaning into a certain kind of dis, uh, right. discomfort. But as soon as, you know, you have to be raw with yourself, mm-hmm. <laughs> then yeah. we're like, I don't know if I can be in my own skin. You yeah. Know? 
Yeah. But also it's hard to hold static positions if you're not like used to it. Like there's a couple of positions that you have Absolutely. to hold. It's so hard if you're not used to that stuff. So it is physically can be very, very challenging as well. Yeah. Just it's such mean, a it's, different sensation in the body. And it's a telltale sign of like, you see someone come into a yoga class who is straight out of the weight room and they're shaking through all these static postures. Mm could be a sign that there's not a lot of stability going on within those yeah. joints. And then the reality is that these static postures are going to increase your blood pressure. So it's going to be a yeah. little bit more uncomfortable. Well, what, I, what, I, what I actually notice is like, I notice a lot of the smaller muscles when I'm trying to stabilize, like I really feel obviously the muscles in my feet, mm-hmm. um, in my ankles, like everything that like I don't usually feel. Right. Um, I, I feel because I'm in a position of instability, mm-hmm. things are activating that I don't usually notice and I'm just like, Ugh. yeah, yeah. And that's a good point because it come uh, like uh, some people, especially, you know, straight out of the weight room where you're really strong in one capacity, right. you come into this and then you're like, oh, I'm going to sit there and be wobbly. So there's like a little bit of that ego of like, right. uh, you know, doing something that I'm not necessarily good, good at. at. Uh-huh. But then and what I like want why I love speaking to you and be working in this environment where it's always kind of translating these mechanics to the performance of all of these other things. Like there's so much benefit. That's a great example where like the squatting mechanics improves by balancing on your your feet and letting yeah. all of those like intrinsic muscles that we don't normally use in compound lifts go. Mm. Um, yeah, it's yeah, and you you made an important point there. It's kind of like you have to get used to the sensation of being weak again. Or being weaker at what you're yes. doing, and I think that comes with yes. oh, that, that comes with maturity. Like I think um, it's the beginner's mindset. Yeah. Are you willing to learn? You have to be willing to learn again. Something different, something yeah. that you're not good at. Yeah, and to walk into something that you know is going to be maybe an antithesis to what you're doing, as in like a totally different way of going about it, and that it's going to be just as, if not more, uncomfortable than yeah. what right. you're used to doing. Yeah. So just to circle back before we get deeper down this road so you've been doing you were doing the yoga you were practicing at what point did that translate into you know what this is going to be a career for me yeah so whenever i was practicing it was the one consistent thing in my life Mm. like even with how much i just was in love with acting at the time it never wavered there was never a question of if i would go to a yoga class today it was just automatic. That's what I wanted to do. I knew I had to do it. It's just this really deep, um, yeah, like desire to practice. And so with that and the <laughs> lack of finances I was getting from my acting career, I decided to do the teacher training to have that financial stability to kind of just support my career at the time. And really just fell in love with the human body in a way that I hadn't before. Mm. You know, I always knew that I loved movement, but then learning the anatomy, learning the mechanics. um, Yeah, you've been on a deep dive now. So what year was this? (laughs) Uh, When I first, that was first teacher training. 2015. Okay. 2015 this starts mm-hmm. and I'm telling you guys like the, it it has not stopped like she is on a mission to learn as much as humanly possible and I feel like you are always in school and mm-hmm. always on the next course mm-hmm. and always on the next thing because this like sparked all of this wonder and curiosity and excitement um, yeah and I and like 
a big part of it was, okay, I started teaching. And, you know, it's part of the learning process where you just kind of regurgitate things that other people say. But it got to a point where I was repeating things. And I was like, I, I'm a person. I really want to know the why behind everything. Do I even believe the, what I'm what? saying? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, wait, does this even make sense? Why am I saying this? This is exactly what the person said before me. And it was kind of getting, um, getting in the way of my confidence because I didn't feel like I actually knew what I was doing. And I wanted to be delivering information that was based in science, that was actually true. I wanted to be healing people's bodies and not hurting them. Mm. Um, and then I had an injury, like a slight shoulder injury. And at the time I found Pharos. And my kind of intention with it was, okay, I want to get stronger to prevent this injury yeah. from getting worse. Um, and so started coming here, like immediately fell in love with it. And at the, that time also, I was like, I'm going to give myself a break from acting. It was just causing me a lot of stress, going down a dark path that was not good. And found out that there was so much more to learn about fitness and about movement here. And I was like, no, this is OK. I have to do something about this and just had the best summer ever learning from all the coaches here moving my body in ways that I hadn't moved it before lifting heavy things um gaining muscle that I literally did not know could happen mm -hmm. I thought it was genetically impossible for me oh really oh yeah I mean I was like tiny I don't know if you, you go back and see pictures of me it's like bones and some skin right. right and you were like that's just me yeah cool so after all this happened I was like I think I'm just gonna go back to school and like kinesiology yeah. and physical therapy like very inspired by Emily yeah and her masters good. in exercise science um so yeah, I owe a lot to Pharaohs in my education journey. Oh no, you you. I feel like, like I said, I said this before we started rolling. That one of my favorite things about Lindsay is that she just asks a lot of questions. Like we just did a coach's uh, development of uh, how to assess and address uh, common movement dysfunctions in a group setting, and I just love that. Like every topic and every uh, like everything we went down, Lindsay thought about thoroughly because she had several questions and it was like back and forth and back and forth and like well what about this and like what about these outliers and I'm like yes let's talk about the outliers you know let's talk about uh let's talk about it all and let's leave a lot of room for more wonder and more questions mm -hmm. because that is really how we like figure it out and solve these problems as opposed to just going down the path of what you know, a case study that we learned in in college taught us or like the path that I'm supposed to go down. Yeah. And I mean, outliers are my favorite <laughs> because yeah. there's far more outliers than I think we realize. And like, yes, there are these specific ways that you're taught how to teach or how the body moves. But whenever you like dissect a human being, whenever you just talk to a human being, we are all so unique. The way we move is so unique. Um, in an ideal world, I want to have a full body x-ray of every single person that I'm coaching because 
I just have no idea what's going on inside. I always say though, we can't see inside, right? So like there's there's this uh, scope of our practice that we have to work within and we cannot see what is inside. Mm-hmm. Um, and so all we can go on is movement and movement really is that blueprint of your body and it does give you, uh, it does give you a lot of feedback, especially right. the more nitpicky you are and the more you start to ask questions and, you know, the more curious you are. So I feel like that's definitely like uh, your your journey is definitely from your own sense of wonder and curiosity and always asking questions. But it's been really fun to see it firsthand to be like, oh, what are you learning now? Wait, what? You're back <laughs> in school? What is even happening? <laughs> well, Thank what, you. What, what, I, what I love about Lindsay's journey is, as well is it kind of, it's very reflective on what we want Faros to be, right? It's, it's that place where, you know, we don't just teach one thing. We believe in the multiplicity. We believe in multiple disciplines. We believe that, you know, there is space in everyone's like workout schedule for all these different disciplines. And just as you found, you know, you started with yoga and then you found strength training and you found all these other things. There are a lot of, a lot of us out there that found strength training and now now we're finding uh, uh, yoga and, and, and repair and other practices like that. Some of it because, you know, you can get away with ignoring that stuff for a while, mm-hmm. but in the end it always catches up with you because you, you know, you, do, you develop imbalances, you develop tightnesses, you develop injuries because you are mm-hmm. not flexible enough, you're not mobile enough, uh, you haven't done the work necessary to, to, to deal with your, your imbalances. Yeah, the foundational work. The foundational work. So, so your, your journey is very kind of reflective of, you know, what we're trying to, what we're trying to do here. Thank um, you. So you're now in the place where you do, you know, you kind of do a little bit of everything, right? You're, mm-hmm. you're doing your strength training. You still practice yoga. Um, you're doing your repair stuff uh, that you worked on with Emily and so and forth. And you're in school. And you're in school. So you're yeah, juggling you're a lot. You're juggling a lot. You're, you're wearing a lot of hats right now. Yeah. Um, how do, for the people out there that are listening to this, that are already training, you know, maybe they're training five or six days a week. How do you get them to like build yoga into their into their lifestyle? I mean, I know that before before COVID, we had our our, our Saturday morning burger, which worked so well for me. It's not a real thing. It's like, called flow, guys. It, it's flow. It's not burger. It's like I, only I boys it, would come to the Saturday but morning class. Yeah. You just all corralled. It was I so corralled, funny. I corralled a bunch of meatheads to to come with me to, to Lindsay's Saturday morning. Saturday morning flow yeah, it class. It was all and, Pete. It wasn't me. And then I then I called it bro. Can't squat past parallel. Join me Saturday. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, so that that really worked for us because we do the flow and then we go and work out mm-hmm. afterwards and it's perfect. So yeah. how do how do we how do we get more people to do this stuff? Yeah, I mean, find a great leader like Pete. <laughs> yeah. uh, Pete but I think it's true. Like whenever you see someone like Pete who has been lifting his entire life and is very dedicated to that and very great at it, begin to diverge into something completely different, then it's like, oh, that's an example that people will follow. And I mean, it takes an intelligent person like you to first of all know how beneficial it is to incorporate something like yoga into your fitness program. Um, And so it's really just spreading the word yeah. of like how this benefits all of it. And, you know, the if you want to get injured, do the same thing every day. Yeah. You know, like that's the bottom line. You want to get injured, do a hundred repetitions in a row 
of any exercise. Yeah, Guarantee you it's over from there. So variety, variability, that is the way to, your body's supposed to move, you know? Yeah. And that's the way to prevent injury. Yeah. Do you think, um, in terms of the discipline of yoga and to, to, to really feel the benefits of it, how often should you be doing it? How often could you be doing it? And mm-hmm. how much is too much? I'll start from the from yeah. the last. So <laughs> too much is every day. Too much is twice a day, which I know some people who do that. Um, you know, there's no scientific, or at least I'm not aware of any scientific research behind mm-hmm. like how much you should be practicing. Other than maybe elbow tendonitis caused by too much uh, vinyasas. Like Correct. You might, you might see some case yes. studies of like, yeah, yeah. but the Overuse. exact um, amount of practice you should be doing, anecdotally speaking, I think two to three practices per week is mm. like more than enough. Yeah. Um, if you're new to it, once a week would be amazing. <laughs> you know, if you've yeah. never incorporated it. Right. Like just start. Mm-hmm. Pete just asked like, what is it going to take to get people to try it? And it's like, yeah, just try it. Just say yes. Just like it, 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 showing up is 90%, you know? Yes. Yeah. I think like for me, it's like just find a, find a time and find a space where you can commit once a week to go and do this thing. And you're going to the gym anyway, because you can do that session. So, you know, incorporate it into your day. Um, yeah and and bring a friend yeah you know it's always easier when you do something for the first time if you have a partner to try it out with absolutely or just accountability in general like Mm -hmm. whether that's from a coach whether that is from a friend whether that's because you know you're just going to a class that starts at a certain time and you reserve for it so you better get there yeah Uh, (laughs) i think also like 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 any of these things like it's 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 possible to get addicted to it right you know people get addicted (laughs) i was there for sure (laughs) and there's a problem there's a problem with too much mobility just Mm -hmm. as a problem with not enough Mm -hmm. um just like there's a problem with doing too much CrossFit. There's a problem with doing too much, yes. too much like, of anything. anything. Yes. Like, yeah. There's a point where you have to step back and say, okay, like what is the point where this is working for me? Mm-hmm. And what is the point where this is now being detrimental to my... And I think it's okay. You know, we are naturally pendulum swingers. That's what people do, right? Mm. They're all like, I, I do a, yeah. a million intros. <laughs> I have done almost every intro of every person who has ever come to the gym. And one of the things that everyone says is like, well, I have this all or nothing mentality. So I'm really good. And then I, you know, if I give up once, then it's like, I'm on a hiatus. But wouldn't you agree that that's why they give up? Well, yeah. Because it's like, all in one thing but (laughs) if you like dispersed your energy in different areas but i think my point is that like it's okay if you do that right like you had to go down the rabbit hole right you did two hour you know you did two practices and in your brain you thought it was okay for a while and then your body caught up to your brain and your brain and your mind caught up to everything to be like whoa this is not healthy mind body or spirit so Mm -hmm. we need to kind of scale back and so like, you know, using those, like if you are an extreme person, you know, try out the other side of that pendulum and just see how that goes. Cause chances are we're gonna find our way to that like equilibrium that we're all kind of hoping to work work on and for. That, that's an interesting know? point as well, the, the pendulum thing, because I think one of the reasons why this gym exists is, is so that you can stop the pendulum. So you can, because obviously there are a lot of studios out there that, that just do the one thing someone joins that studio, they have a membership to that studio. Mm-hmm. So they you know, use the hell out of that studio because right, of the membership, but they're just doing worth. one thing to get their money's worth. And then they're doing too much of the same thing. You know, we saw that problem, which is why 
we kind of developed this 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 multiplicity because we're like, well, we don't believe that anybody should just do one thing again and again and again and again in order to live a, a sustainably healthy, fit, strong life. You need that balance between mm-hmm. strength, mobility, condition. You know, all these different things that are really going to, you know, in the long term. Um, be of benefit to you and, and, Absolutely. and keep, you, keep your membership valuable. Yeah, and I'd also love to comment on, you know, we, it's easy to talk about just the physical benefits, but the like neurological kind of component to it is huge in yeah. terms of um, that all or none mentality and the variations. So for instance, for me, I was practicing only yoga and then doing some hiking and running and I'm like more of a serious person on note. I'm pretty prone to depression. And when you when they say yoga is grounding, it's true. Oh. <laughs> like it's very true. And practicing yoga that much was yeah, I was I, I was real grounded, <laughs> let's just say that. Right. And so it's the same for someone who's constantly doing these high intensity interval training classes or only strength training year round. That stimulus it's too much, you know, the like stress component of that. Right. Yeah. And that goes in for every program, right? Mm-hmm. We talk about that in the strength training programs. That's why we do three week cycles and, and yep. like you're not just doing one thing because the stimulus has to change. Exactly. And it's not just so that what that does to your muscles and to your body, mm-hmm. but what that's actually doing to like your brain and your yes. mental state and how it is that you're dealing with things or adapting to things or your fight or flight response. And uh, yeah, very interesting. Yeah. And on the another note of neurological it's like adaptation that comes with trying something new. You know, you're growing new neural pathways, which I love. <laughs> um, and that's like one of the tickets to living longer and like keeping your brain from um, like degenerating as you Absolutely. age. Yeah. So how are you finding that balance now? So you've you've lived on the pendulum, and you are. How are you finding that balance? I mean, it never gets easier, I don't think. <laughs> I think it's constantly checking in. Um, I I don't know if I want to say I have an addictive personality, but I do have tendencies to be obsessive and compulsive at times. So um, this past year has really taught me that it's okay to take rest like mm. two days of rest every week which i've never done before i was usually a six day or seven day a week exerciser um and and then of course after everything i'm learning in my my um degree program like rest is so necessary for progression yeah um so I don't know if that really answers your question, but it's... So you're training five days a week. mm -hmm. You're taking two rest days. Yes. And you're practicing yoga. Yeah, how are you finding the balance of... Uh, maybe I'll say mechanic strength and conditioning because yes. sometimes I, I saw your face go to be like, oh, my yoga practice. Um, because <laughs> I, we've ca- talked about this all throughout the pandemic of just like, oh, the practice, what we preach and we know how important it is because we yeah. know how hard it is for us. And if it's hard for us, then it's hard for everybody. Yes. Um, but, you know, mechanics, uh, self-care, that type of thing. How are you balancing out mechanic strength conditioning? Yeah, so I, for me right now, it's a lot of focus on stress levels so my workouts have um, become less intense over the past 
few months. Um, I need more energy. <laughs> I need more sustainability throughout the day so I'm not crashing mm. at like two o'clock. So I'm personally on more of a hypertrophy program for mm -hmm. my strength training and then incorporating more steady state cardio while always doing some sort of mobility work, or whether like it be therapy. You're exactly very much in corrective yeah. exercise mm -hmm. mode. I see you in the corner doing all of your that's why I was like mechanics, give yourself some credit because you're doing a lot even if it's not fitting into a flow. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And like taking just moments, even if it is just a five or ten minute meditation, whenever that fits into my day. Yeah, um, Lindsay also does sound bowls. And <laughs> over quarantine, we did a 21-day mobility and meditation challenge, and she graced us with her sound bowl presence, and it was amazing. I think I, I think we've now, uh, if you want it, uh, if you want that sound bowl experience, I feel like after this podcast hits, come people are going to gonna be like, class. yeah, come to flow. Maybe I'll bring them in one day Ooh, give you a little treat i think you should <laughs> yeah so I, I love what you were saying about the the, the kind of mindset thing and the, the parasympathetic and you know because it is mm -hmm. for some of us and i know a lot of people like listen to us they, they they're busy people they they maybe they own businesses they just have busy jobs you know they're working out everything's like intensity 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 and just to be able to like get into that parasympathetic mode is is, is, mm -hmm. is difficult at times and i i know that i struggle with it but what I loved about you know your your classes and what I love about flow and repair is it does it does allow me to just be at peace and just really? breathe and not think about anything else because like I said this stuff's challenging like Emily's repair or, or your flow is, is is very challenging for me, but it allows me to just just be in that moment and not think about like a ton of other stuff. So it's a really good headspace for me because I do I do really struggle with like meditation or anything like that. I just mm -hmm. I find it. It sounds ridiculous, but I find it hard to find the time or to dedicate the time to it that I should. But I find it a lot easier in a group setting where I'm almost forced into it. So exactly, it's like, yeah. It's and it's, it's, like, like, uh, it's like he started a gym with group uh, with the group environment because right. he's motivated yeah. by it. It's that. like but that's I mean, what I, I need. Like I need to be like amongst people who are doing it. Otherwise, yeah. it just doesn't happen for me. Well, I think that's why yoga works too. Like that's why you see so many people in a yoga yes, class yeah. or like someone who has a membership to just doing yoga because the instructor literally tells you exactly what to do the entire right. time yeah. i'm talking for a full hour yeah. you don't step say anything you yes. could you close your eyes you can even like wander off into wherever and and it's nice to not make conversation for a while just yeah. to, just to be silent Exactly. You know? To just listen. To I just mean, listen. Yeah. That's the skill. Especially when you listen to a voice as soothing as yours. Oh. <laughs> Thank very you. calming. It's very true. <laughs> did you notice what I did there? I tried to go yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> did it work? <laughs> Everyone noticed. <laughs> okay. Uh, Brandon, have you got your clock? Yes. It's that time, my friend. <gasps> it's that time. It's the one minute. It's the one minute Ooh, challenge. The one minute challenge. Okay, Lindsay. Got the one minute challenge. Oh, no. So in this one minute, we're going to think about purpose. I want you to think of three words that fit into your purpose. You don't have to define your entire purpose. You don't have to give me a paragraph, but it's three words that if you were to tell someone what your purpose would be, those three words would be in that definition. For life or for fitness or... For life. Ooh, for life. <laughs> for life. How you do one thing is how you what, do all the things. What, what, is, your, what, what, what is your purpose? See the outliers. I love her. What is your purpose on this planet? 
And what are the three Ooh. words that fit in your purpose? You ready? Okay. Do you want, do you want a pen and paper in case you want to make any notes? Um, Emily's going to, while you're doing it, Emily's going to hum a tune. Do, do, do. Ready? Three. What's my purpose? you got one minute. Yeah. Just ah! three words. Oh three God. words, Lizzie. Three, two, one. You've got plenty of time. Okay. Here we go. Purpose is... Don't answer yet, though. Oh. We've got a whole minute to think about this. Oh. Okay. What is this, this one to? Well, I'm kind of going on a riff here. But it's the classic waiting song, right? And then I'll do a key change. Please, please do. I'm sure everyone's waiting for it. No, I can't. I'm too... No, I'm blushing. I can't. Oh, God. How's Lindsay supposed to think about her purpose with all this going on? It is. I was like, instead of having him have to edit uh, this overlay of the song, you know. Emily's left music. Yeah. I'm literally in tears here. I just want you to know. <laughs> in three, ding, 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 two, ding. one. And time's up, Lindsay. Time's up. Okay. Okay. Number one. <clears throat> what do we got? Connection. Ooh, good one. <laughs> Very do you want good. to delve into that yeah, word a little bit? Elaborate a little bit. Although I feel like connection this to breath, connection to self, connection mm. to nature, connection to other people, um, connection to the higher power that is the universe, that is energy. <laughs> Love that. Consciousness, all the, just everything. Mm. Love that. Mm, I got chills just even yeah, saying. That's great. Uh, number two. <laughs> number two is. It's hard to put into word a word, but I think it's like maybe just being an example. Example, like projecting lightness, positivity, and overcoming challenges, so that people can see the possibility and what they have also within them to overcome. Love it. Connection, example number three, and then. Uh, also, uh, like education, yeah, <laughs> just a growth mindset. Love it. Yeah, what was the thing that you wrote? I wrote. wrote out. It was it said project, projecting, project. Oh yeah, so, and then you had the example. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't know how to put it into a word. <laughs> well, I, I dare I say, leader. Leader. Leadership. Leading by yeah. Example, yeah. Our, it's such a hard thing to, you're like, well, being I don't the outlier. <laughs> right, but leading by example and asking, uh, of course, I was waiting for the education piece mm -hmm. where it was like, never stop learning. Yeah. 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 I think done. it's so important. It just, it, I mean, it boosts your confidence. It allows you to educate yeah. the entire world. Like, that's one of my biggest things. I'm not learning things so that I can keep it to myself. Right. I'm learning so that I can educate everyone else who either doesn't have the like ability or accessibility to become educated or like especially in terms of the human body like there's so little that people know about what <laughs> they're walking around in you know so many intricacies yeah to explore so if yeah, i can help I, you understand the way you move the way you feel 
Oh my God, I think that's huge. It's funny, it's funny as well. I, I don't know if I've talked about this in the podcast before, but for a period of my life, I worked in a hotel and I would just, um, I would just stand at the front of the hotel. I was the, the, the bellboy, effectively. I would just take people's bags up to their room and, and bring them back down. So there was no mental stimulation whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And I did this for a really long time. And at that point... Didn't you say you did it for like seven years or yeah, something? Yeah, like, oh, wow. Overhearing it, I was like, that's a long yeah. time. And it was, um, it was funny because I didn't realize that my brain was dying. Mm. But my brain was dying. I wasn't like learning anything i wasn't Mm. educating myself at that time i wasn't reading a lot and it was just like you know it was probably the lowest like point of my life in terms of like how how i felt about myself or how i felt i was doing kind of Mm. thing you know you you used the word depression before and i probably was in a kind of depression like Mm. and and a lot of that was from the simple fact that i wasn't learning anything Mm -hmm. i wasn't educating myself i didn't have confidence because i wasn't like learning anything and um, yeah, so I like even now, like when I when I read a chapter of a book and I learn something, like I'm immediately stimulated. Uplifted. I'm immediately yeah. uplifted. I feel I feel I feel better about myself, about my sense of purpose, about what I can communicate to other mm-hmm. people, how I can help you know, spread that that message or yeah. that knowledge or whatever it is. So I think that's a, so it's such an important thing, especially when you're feeling low, like service and knowledge is are such uplifters like serving somebody else you know my mom Mm. always says like every day is an opportunity to be a blessing to somebody else (laughs) you know um but but it's true and she would say that having undergone a ton of like physical pain my mom's had every like physical trauma under the sun and she always says that and I know that comes from a place of like in order for her mind to stay right she focuses on service and you focus on service you focus on education you focus on how can I pay this forward yes um and then it becomes something beyond yourself and Mm -hmm. then it doesn't you know yes you'll have bad days you'll have bad seasons you'll have bad times but you know that like your purpose isn't just wrapped up into that season you know exactly and it does never stop like you, you can never stop learning enough like there there will never be enough to learn limitless yeah that's what it means exactly yes yeah yeah well Lindsay, thank you so much for joining us today i know you've got to run off and coach but um it's great to talk to you and i'm I'm so excited to to see more of flow and repair at at ferris athletic club as we as we move forward from this point we've missed it i've missed it i've missed my broker i can't wait to get it back back and uh yeah we're we're so glad to uh, so glad to have you here with us um as part of the team Awesome. Thank you guys. Thank Love you. you. Love you. Namaste. <laughs> Namaste. <laughs> Namaste, guys. Uh, thanks for joining us. Oh, Lindsay, uh, where can people reach you? How can they find you? Oh, yeah. oh they can find me on Instagram. At Pete, do you want to give it away? Uh, at, at Lindsay, Lindsay Lo- Loves, loves Living. living. <laughs> I love that handle. Yeah. That's what I, I, I say. Good morning, Lindsay Loves, Lindsay loves Living. How are you? <laughs> That's my. <laughs> That's how I know her. Hi, the, uh, man, you're quite a brand when someone calls you by your full Instagram handle. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, I don't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny, very side note, but when we first started Ferris, you remember our PR person came up to us and they were like, you need to change your Instagram handle. It needs to be your first and last name. None of this cutesy stuff. I know. Now, I remember I was b- mobility gains at the time and I'm like, but come on, you know. <laughs> Mine was my first and like partial last name. Wag you? Just wag. Wag! Lindsay wag. wag. Yeah. It's like all well, never mind. I shouldn't say that. You know what? You know what? You know what wags are in the UK? Not a clue. 
Wags are wives and girlfriends of football players. So it's like oh. footballers wags. I'd be that. Oh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> interesting. <laughs> on that note. On that educational note. All right, guys. Um, we, will, uh, uh, yeah. we will see you next week, guys. Uh, thanks again for listening in. Uh, remember, we are now open. Uh, and you can come and train with us. You can come Ooh. and see the facility. We are on 1316 Glendale Boulevard in Echo Park. Um, we're, we're super excited for 2021. We've got some great stuff going on here. I think you guys are going to love it. So come on by and see us. You can also uh, go to our website at, do you want to say, Emily? You, uh, well, I mean, it's in the show notes, but jointhepack.fit. Jointhepack.fit. Get, find us on the World Wide Web. Join us live. Join us some virtual stuff. You can work out with me and Pete. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, it is fun. <laughs> I have a good time. Yeah, I do too. Uh, okay, guys, uh, we will see you soon. Take care. Thank you. Bye.